three, two, one. And we're live. (laughs) (laughs) And we're live. Adventurers, welcome to Roll for Blank. On this particular program, we are joined uh, by our players. Uh, four of the six are available this evening. So on the first episode, uh, we have Shannon Page. Shannon, how are you? <laughs> with you as always. You with me as always. No matter what it is, we're together. She doesn't actually get to leave any time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah, the no. basement of Steno is for. <laughs> yeah. She lives here now. It's, uh, uh, just don't don't actually tell me. Just let me let me not know. <laughs> She's a member, not a renter. It's got to be a Chuck Mangione in the uh, supermart thing from King of the Hill, <laughs> or he's just living in a toilet paper <laughs> fort in the middle of the store. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that joke lands with three of our audience members, <laughs> right? and three out of five ain't bad. It's true. It's true. Uh, we have five audience members. <laughs> I was counting all of us. Yeah, we're all we're all listening right now. Uh, also, uh, Eric Palencia is here. Eric, how are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. All right, welcome. Uh, Rex Roberts is also at the table. Rex, welcome. Hello. And uh, and Greg Corbin. Howdy, howdy. Hey, all right. Great. So, uh, yeah, as I said, this game is titled Legacy of Luminaire. It's a campaign that I wrote. Based on five based rules, on five of, rules a, of, of an RPG. <laughs> all right. Well, this is a role-playing podcast. <laughs> RPG. Stop. <Nerd> Follow <laughs> us. Uh, uh, yeah, so this campaign's called Legacy of Luminaire, and this first episode of Roll for Blank is Roll for Beginnings. Aw. So each of the... <laughs> Each of the four of you are seasoned adventurers who uh, are all at level 10, uh, so you have been through some shit. You've experienced some stuff. You've, you've lived. You've really lived. Maybe a little too hard at times. And that means that you have all begun, uh, you will all be beginning this game in, in some different places. Uh, so Greg's character, uh, Flint Escheron and Copermanad, that's the whole name, is currently in isolation, uh, trying to control his split mind when a crystal summons arrives. A very thin sheet of crystalline paper seems to come in on the wind and lands right where you can see it, wherever like you're Harry seated. Potter. <laughs> we can't say that either. <laughs> you're like Barry Porter, boy magician. <laughs> Carried in by a crystal pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> Is the sheet valuable? Uh, no. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's a very thin sheet of crystal. This has arrived to all of you. So imagine this simultaneously. So okay. uh, right now, uh, Flint has received a, a summons. Uh, Eric's character, Tedzin is uh, at present. You can call me Ted. Ted. Ted's in the Woodson. Ted is, Ted is currently... Uh, kneeling in front of a casino vault, uh, attempting to break into it when the summons seems to drop out of the, the air in the room above him, almost from nowhere, as if as if it just uh, appeared and flutters down, tapping you on the head. So you, it distracts you slightly from your uh, activities of B&E. I recognize the crystalline is not that valuable, and I continue to break into the safe. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Bold move. <laughs> Shannon's character bumbles. It's just regular trash interrupting your break-in. 
Shannon's character, Bumble Sniff Splish and Splash, is is retired and and rambling by caravan. Is, is that a family name? <laughs> That's from the East Coast Splish and Splashes. <laughs> but this is old money Splish and Splash. <laughs> that Splish and Splash That's family. Splish and Splash. Oh, I've been to that water park. Not as wet as you think. <laughs> So you're 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 cruising around the countryside uh, in your caravan when uh, this summons is just uh, sitting on the seat beside you as you sit to guide to hold the reins of your horses. Who the hell is throwing garbage into my carriage? Thanks a lot, Obama. Throwing, I'm throwing that out. I'm throwing that out. <laughs> crumble, throw. Uh oh. Well, when you not even a read. When no. you crumble it up uh, and throw it away, it immediately uncrumples itself and swoops back to set right next to you. Ooh, now I'm and looks completely un uh, uncrumpled, undamaged by what you've done. I am it intrigued. is pristinely clear and uh, without flaw. I don't like to text and drive. So I'm going to pull over. <laughs> good, good, great. You're pulling over. Uh, Rex's character, Miski Cerelia, is uh, posing nude for some art students <laughs> at a uh, university that's sponsored by a wealthy uh, prince. The splashes? When, splashes? <laughs> when, the, uh, <laughs> when the summons uh, flutters comedically and lands uh, on something that's sticking out a little bit as he stands nude. Um, we can get into the landings of things later (laughs) Uh, but I am I'm unfaced focused on presenting my best face forward that is a professional right there professional he's an artist the the uh, a couple of the art students have noticed that it's there and they're frantically trying to adjust their their sketches to make sure that they capture this object where it is, uh, and uh, you hear some oohs and ahs uh, from the crowd. Uh, now all of you uh, take up your summons uh, in unison, and uh, like. Brady Bunch split screen. We all like yes. bring it to. The... You are all. Like he's writing a movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Greg with the foley work. <laughs> <laughs> and on this on this summons, you read. It says your name first, not the phrase your name, but your actual name. <laughs> Imagine that someone has sent you a customized email, and the filler text actually populated properly in recognition of your grand heroism over low these many years please accept this all expenses paid and accommodation ready experience in the crystalline city of luminiera known far and wide as the greatest place of leisure and community in the lands please come to the transit hub in the center of uh the uh Cut. somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah uh. Uh, darkville uh dark rock black rock black i'm trying to think of the opposite of lumineer something dirty dirty town uh, yeah okay dirty town we'll go with that i beeline for dirty town <laughs> come to the come to the transit hub in dirty town uh where you will receive uh, further instructions on your trip to the city of Luminera. Uh, 
am I to understand that we are all on the outskirts of Dirty Town, and we're supposed to yes. meet at the same train station, potentially Dirty. riding a public transportation vehicle into Luminera? Consider that Dirty Town is is the nearest major city that has a a uh, a major uh, union station sort of thing Got with it. multiple different kinds of conveyances coming in and out trains uh, carriages airships all sorts of stuff is coming in and out of dirty towns transit authority <laughs> hub and uh, and you were all kind of peppered around the outside of it at pretty good distance now uh, after you have finished reading your summons the lettering on the summons uh, slowly melts away a la Marty McFly's past in Back to the Future. And you can't say that. <laughs> I can reference okay, that. I'm done with the joke. <laughs> and the crystal itself turns into a gas suddenly and just dissipates into the air as if it was never there at all. I'm going to try and huff that gas. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Anti-trash pro-huff. Got it. <laughs> You you inhale the gas. Uh, you momentarily feel like something's going on, but then you realize that you're actually just kind of hyperventilating. So nothing is really happening. Low low oxygen content. Low oxygen content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to know how my heist is going. Uh, well, you you've been distracted. Uh, an alarm has suddenly gone off, but you have just cracked open the safe. Are there lasers? Or can I just run in and grab There some are no shit? lasers. You gonna... you can definitely run in and grab uh, up to four different items. <laughs> I can ignore that. <laughs> uh, okay. I grab what I deem the, most, the four most shiny slash valuable things I can see. Great. Uh, so you grab uh, a bag containing uh, 150 gold pieces. You also grab uh, two jewels. One is a ruby. One is an emerald. That you can't appraise the value of, but they're heavy enough that you figure this this could buy me some shit later. Shit being a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Positive shit. <laughs> I'm in the shit business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 150 gold. Ruby. And an emerald. Emerald. Uh-huh. What's the fourth thing? The fourth thing is, uh, let's say the fourth thing is a, a Ooh, uh, pearl alarm. neck. Oh, an alarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, we'll 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 go with that. You you pull the the alarm box inside the safe is is as shiny as these other three objects. So you rip you wrench it off the wall. I do like shiny. The shiny. the alarm stops sounding and you just slip the device in your pocket. I waltz out Ocean's Eleven style. Perfect. All right. <laughs> We're Cut, waltzing now. Cutscene to me. Uh, to Flint and Copenhagen continuing their meditation, ignoring the letter altogether. Okay. Very monk-like. All right. I'm not uh, a monk. <laughs> after a, about two minutes, uh, you are hit again with a summons that appears out of nowhere with the same text on it. Two summonses? And you read it again, and it disappears just like before into gas. Uh, I think to myself, well, Koparan, what do you think? <laughs> to which a reply comes back. Let's do this. All right. Great. I need to work on the voices. <laughs> Using the same voice is going to be confusing. For, for both of your... Of our personalities. dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is anybody else going to do anything else? Uh, I'm assuming I get, I get prodded again? Yes. Okay. Uh, upon second prodding, 
on on my prod. <laughs> it's a it's a real prod on prod situation. <laughs> um, okay, so I am I teaching this class? Uh, am I? A, do I know that there are people uh, gazing upon me? Yeah, you're you're mostly like a. Uh... A model in residence, like you just kind of show up to this school every day, whether there's an art class or not, <laughs> and and people uh, and people are pretty much always drawing you. There's a, there's a lot of your your face is all over this campus. Offender is another term, <laughs> <laughs> but I have tenure, so yeah, yeah. I mean, at, at this point, uh, you know, you you have an air of mystery about you where everybody's really happy to see you. They don't quite understand why you're in some places that you are, but you're always around. Uh, I I feel similarly afflicted myself. <laughs> um, so after second prodding, um, I turn to students and say, um, 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 uh, excuse me, I, um, I, I'm, I'm sorry, friends, I... Uh, I think I have to go. Um, we got we got message from uh, from Crystal Airplane that I got to go to Trash Town. Um, so I uh, hope your assignment went well. Uh, be back next week, maybe. Miss you, love you, pesos, and uh, I'm gonna. I assume you waltz out as as Ted did. From the vault. Waltzing's my thing. Because I like the idea of a four screen screen Def- split definitely. where everybody's waltzing in, in step. Definitely more of a sachet. Okay. More sachet. More, more like side it. to side. A little more hips. A little yep. more hips. Great. Uh, Shannon, what, what what are you doing? Are you going to... I'm in. You're, okay, great. Yeah. You're well, just going to... Yeah. I'm going to turn my carriage around. All right. I cut off four other carriages and leave them. Are you driving this carriage? Yeah. And, and I do a U-turn. And all the other carriages crash. Like, holy shit, that's a cool move. A U-turn. <laughs> the first we've ever heard of it. We've never heard of that before. <laughs> uh, and I, I start driving towards the center of Dirty Town. And I'm there. I park. I get out of my carriage. And I waltz into the transit. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> Quick aside. Could you imagine doing a multi-point turn? In a carriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not gonna really do like a three point turn <laughs> easily. How do you do the backup with the horses? <laughs> right. Take some skill. So you have to whip it a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Whip whip you have to horse. unwhip it. Pull yeah. it. <laughs> unwhip. You gotta unwhip the horse. Uh great. So you have all arrived ooh, in ooh, ooh. Is that the nene? Is that what that means? Nay nay. Nay nay. Yeah, that works. That, that's a yeah, horse backup. Yeah, okay, yeah. it all makes sense. <laughs> I thought it was just youths doing youth things. Hey, I think I think we have figured out what this podcast is about, and it's discovering what culture means. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, Wait, you, you you can't just tell the subtext on episode one. It's true. <laughs> Maybe it won't be that. Maybe that's a false. Uh, it's a it's a mislead. It's a red herring. Yeah, it's a red herring. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so you you've all arrived at the uh, the Dirty City Transit Hub. Uh, it is a massive, sprawling building with a uh, glass roof and glass walls with a, an intricate uh, framework made out of uh, beams of wood and thinly uh, sort of etched gold. That's uh, a lot classier than something work. I would expect from Dirty Town. Well, it's just a name. It's just covered in dirt. <laughs> it's named after Sebastian Durte, uh, 
uh, a once uh, powerful noble person who uh, later fell from grace, but because donated of the whole his town. Fascination with brothels, which Dirty Town is populated immensely by. There's a lot of brothels on the west side of Dirty Town. I go to you the guys, west side you of guys, Dirty Town. You guys are on the. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, the west side of Dirty Town is is closed for maintenance. So when you you go over there, uh, I don't a couple know guys <laughs> they're they're dealing with a, a, a crab infestation. We'll say that. Uh, I know. Sorry, Shannon. That was quite the uh, that was gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you've all arrived at the transit hub, and I would like you to uh, roll for initiative, please. So roll a d twenty and. Tell me what number you got. Are we adding our actual initiative from the sheet? Yeah. Okay. 22, bitches. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? God damn it. You can't say that. Six. Oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, and that's with my bonus. Nice. <laughs> also a six oh, after bonus. Okay. Uh, 21. Great. Okay. All right. So... Uh, having rolled a uh, a 22 and a 21, respectively, uh, Greg's character and Eric's character are going to uh, be... I'm sorry, what are, they, what are their names? Their names are... <laughs> give me a second. Flint Escheron and Copra Manad. That's Greg's. And Tedzin, or Ted. We can call this Eric is Ted. Flint and it's Ted. not fair. We, we haven't actually met these characters yet. I know. So. But the audience needs to know who they are. <laughs> so, uh, so Flint... And Tedzin uh, walk in and are immediately stopped by a uh, tall human wearing a all-navy blue suit and one of those little navy uh, pillbox hats. He is clearly a station agent. And he says, hey, hey, you two. You're these two. He holds up a, a, a pair of photos that are definitely of you. They're actually artist renderings. There aren't photographs in this world, but that he holds up two way too detailed artist renderings. Are we also nude? No. <laughs> <laughs> All photos in this world are nudes. As, as great heroes, you only have one outfit, uh, much like cartoon characters, so you are sketched in the one outfit you always wear, uh, which you have 40 different uh, versions of so that you're never actually dirty, but you always wear the same thing. Uh, so the station agent holds up these two artist renderings and says, "You two, you two, you're 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 the winners. You're the you're the heroes." That was a very aggressive congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm I'm dripping sweat because most artist renderings are wanted signs of me. Uh, but then he says, "Winner, hero." I go, "Yes, yes, I am hero." Yeah, good. I I, I know because I've been I've been studying. I've got these. I've got four more of these. Four more of these in my office. You're the you're the first two to get here. What? So you gotta you gotta come with me. This is important. Ooh, can you just bring me my prize to me? Do you think Ed McMahon would have been su- this successful if he was so aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, I uh, look at Ted Ted Zaron. What is your name? Tedzin. Tedzin. Yep. And kind of try to read and intuit what he's going to do. He seems to be into going with him, so I nod my head and say nothing and follow along. Great, great. Come over here. Come over here. You guys you guys get the best accommodations. We only had we only had oh. three different we had like three best. different ways booked. Uh, so you guys you guys get to get on Captain Cloud's Stargazer. You're gonna have a blast. It's a great little ship. 
You're going to be up in the sky. You're going to have a great view. You got first class. You got food. You got wine. You got all the stuff. I like all these things. Can I take um, you right there? Great. Can I be escorted by a beautiful woman, please? <laughs> I am the most beautiful woman available right now. Did you not? Could you not tell that I'm a woman? It's a very no. I think he was asking for you. My 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 name is my name is Karen. I'm the station agent here. I reluctantly go with Karen. <laughs> Don't make me talk to your manager, Ted. What's your race? Uh, I'm a drow. Oh. I'm a dark so, elf. So a human wouldn't look that beautiful to you. No. So I, Karen, it's, it's not, not a, his fault. It's, it's not a racist thing. It's just I, pref- you know, prefer elves. I just no, prefer no. Elves. Look, look, look. This 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 uniform is is cut very poorly. I've been talking to my to to my higher up manager, uh, it's Karen Senior, and uh, she says no. This is the only size station agent uniform that we offer. We are so the Karen Corps. This is this is what the Karen Corps wears. Karen, were you a were you a smoker in your in your youth? I spend a lot of time breathing in campfires. Yes, I don't know how else you cook, but. Uh, I like to. Uh, I'll be able to get around it. I just, I just had to ask. Um, yes, go ahead and escort me to the VIP quarters, and um, on with the wine. Okay, great. Follow me. So the three of the two of you follow Karen uh, through a very crowded uh, promenade and atrium of this transit authority. Uh, you are led up several flights of stairs and outside to another uh, sort of separate glass and gold dome that houses inside it a massive uh, dirigible with a huge uh, wood and metal body attached to the bottom. What's the word, a dirigible? Dirigible. Dirigible? Yeah. Is that like didirigidoo? It's like a a big big balloon. Dirigidoo. Not only does my character not know what that means, (laughs) I actually don't know what that means. I don't, I don't. It's a blimp. It's a blimp. So you, you're, you're being led to a blimp. Ah, big balloon. Yes. <laughs> it's like a Zeppelin, but it's vertical. <laughs> a, a Zeppelin is technically only from the Zeppelin uh, county in Germany, so everything else is a sparkling dirigible. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, are led, you are led to this platform, and uh, you see that there's a queue of about uh, 20 people. They're all extremely well-dressed. They vary in in race and and age. There are, there are elves. There are a couple of uh, very ornately dressed orcs who appear to be of of money and perhaps a status that you haven't seen in orcs in, in your experience, despite being seasoned adventurers. Nothing, and nothing says VIP like a line. <laughs> <laughs> While you are standing in the line. Uh, three other Karens, this is Karen Jr., Karen the Third, and Karen Six. Uh, nobody knows what happened to the other two Karens in between. Uh, they are handing out refreshments, so you are gifted with wine or mead or beer, whatever you would like. Uh, you are also offered uh, a, a basic array of uh, tea sandwiches, and uh, they they see you, and Karen, uh, Karen Jr. says, Hey! 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 You guys are the ones from the posters, right? Hey! So there's Karen, Karen Sr., and Karen Jr. as different people. Uh, and, and Karen the third. And Car- the third. Karen the third's my daughter. So And Karen the sixth. Karen the fourth and Karen the fifth. I don't want to talk about it. It was too much. 
Which, Too much happened. What was the Karen that escorted us here in the poorly cut thing? That's just Karen. She That's won. That's Karen. Okay. I, I'm Karen Jr. I'm still right here. Hi. I don't know why this is such an issue for you guys. You're you're just have you never been to a to a station of transit before? I'm just unfamiliar with the Karen Corps. I am just, you know, usually other named figures escort me yeah, to Yeah, usually it's the Sioux troop. The Sioux <laughs> The Karen Corps is the is the best uh, dues to benefits ratio, Karen based uh, <laughs> group available in Dirty City. So I I mean I don't know why you would talk to anybody else. The That's the Sioux the Sioux troop they they charge way too much. You don't even get dental. It's terrible. I was I was gonna say your teeth look phenomenal. <laughs> they really do, don't they? I I, t- I keep telling her that she's so self conscious. You hear, Karen Junior? You look great. Karen, I mean, Karen the Third. You look great. I'm Karen Junior. I walk away from this conversation <laughs> bravely. Uh, Karen the Third pursues you. Uh, she runs Ooh. up. She hands you each uh, a, a single uh, ticket that has gold foil on the back side. It just says uh, "Admit One to the Ooh, to the first class uh, to the first class cabin on Captain Cloud's Stargazer." And you both look up and you see that the uh, dirigible in question is emblazoned with the Captain Cloud Stargazer logo, including a uh, an angel-winged Valkyrie that, that covers the nose cone of the blimp portion. In the background, we see a young British boy with blonde hair singing, <laughs> I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> yeah, I call up my Uncle Joe and tell him he can quit being paralyzed. <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa Joe. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, Grandpa Joe. Look, if you if you want to walk, maybe you should get out of bed sometime. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so you guys are both going to hang there for a second. We're going to cut back as uh, our other two adventurers have arrived. Bumble sniff, splish and splash, and and Misky. Never not going to laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> so so Bumble uh, Bumble sniff, you you pull your carriage up. Uh, the uh, valet at the transit authority says, "Oh, you you." <clears throat> You can't bring that in here. We don't allow we don't allow outside carriages. I'm gonna tell him that he can just tow it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tow it. Yeah. I'm gonna sell I'm gonna sell the horse too. Yeah, do it. I might even eat the horse. I don't know. I'm gonna wave him off with a. I'm hands. a wild card. I'm gonna. <laughs> you do what you need to do. All right, great. <laughs> he he smiles in a very uncomfortable way. Eat that horse, and you walk right by. Eat that uh, horse. You you turn back briefly, giving a wistful glance to to your caravan in the retired life that you're. Uh, theoretically abandoning yeah and uh and you see him kind of uh fumble to crawl up into the into the top of the carriage though you are of small stature yourself uh what are you saying <laughs> well it, basically that your your carriage is designed for a person who isn't very tall to get into it and he is still having a very hard time climbing in mostly from his own ineptitude it's it's quite hilarious uh, so you you walk into the station and uh, and and Misky you you have just entered the station as well. Hello, uh, hello. Uh, I receive uh, I receive sparkle paper. Tell me, be here. Uh, do you do you know where I put me? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of any, I don't know a whole lot of anything. I, I'm carrying the I'm carrying the six. Hello, Karen. They, they don't tell me much. Uh, Karen, Karen the six then uh, kind of takes her mop and and. Uh, tries to sort of mop your torso. Uh, clearly unclear what a mop is for, and and uh, then uh, I, I make a point of not pulling away. 
Uh, at that point, at that point, Ooh. Karen Junior walks up Ooh. and and just Jeez. shoves Karen the Karen the sixth aside. Says, hey, hey, uh, you, you leave them alone. Don't get them wet. They're heroes. They're you two. You two. This this okay. She's friendly, Karen. She's very nice. She there's something there's something wrong with that Karen. I tell you, we love her. We love her. Don't get me wrong. You you we Karen, love her. You you also Karen. I'm Karen Junior. Karen Junior. Karen Junior. Hello, pleased to meet you. Ah. I'm Miski. Hello, Miski. Hello, you're you're the Miski from this from this drawing. You're you're a little ah. you're a little more nude than yeah. I expected. Yes, uh, if, but if I could see, that may be me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good point. You do seem to be uh, having a, a hard time with that thing in front of your face. Look, I, I don't have a lot of time to talk about character development. I'm just really here to guide you uh, across the the transit authority. And, and you, you, you little guy, you, hey, you're you're on this other poster. Great, you're you're the you're you're Bumble Bumble Snarf. Wait, what is that? I I don't know. I can't read this language. I'm gonna slip Karen Junior a gold coin and be like Bumble Sniff. Oh, hey, that's. <laughs> That's great. I, I I'm totally gonna do laundry later. I guess. Thanks. Thanks a lot. How much laundry do you have, Karen Junior? <laughs> I I wash all the Karen's laundry. It's part of the deal. And you pay for it? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't really see uh, how anybody else is supposed to pay for it. I. You have good benefits and bad. <laughs> great Wait. dental, good health care. You pay for everyone else's laundry. This is this is pretty much sh- how Karens stay out of the brothel part of town. That's that's all I can say. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you, you two, you two, you, you, you just missed the uh, the first two of uh, of you heroes who who've been called. You, there's, they there's just got more? here. There's, yeah, yeah. There's there's total. There's six total, and you guys are the the second pair. Uh, great. Um, may quick question. Where where are we going? Who who are we? You you're well you're you're the heroes on these posters, and all all I know is <laughs> hero hero yes no hero hero yeah. Yeah, I mean that's. I, look, I'm not. I'm not paid enough to, to think. If you want thinking, you got to talk to Karen Senior. No, no, no. Think, no think. Where we go? Uh, you, well, you're gonna come with me. You guys, uh, you guys get uh, the second best accommodation. It's it's still really good. You're gonna be riding on the Glass Mountain Zephyr. It's a fantastic little bullet train. Uh, it leaves from over here at Gate 16. Uh, I'll, I'll walk you over there in a second. I would like to use some persuasion on this Karen to see if we can get into the first level of accommodations all right uh you can you can roll a persuasion check add your persuasion number onto whatever you roll oh five plus nine uh yeah you know i i can i can go i can try oh, calling seven, sorry so only 12 12 yeah. okay i can uh I, I mean i can try calling karen senior real quick just just give me just give me five minutes <laughs> uh karen jr kind of so scuttles there's, scuttles there's, off there into maybe a booth. super train we get on uh maybe I don't know. <laughs> okay. You have to be a better hero. <laughs> Karen, a, di- a different class. Karen Jr. sort of scuttles to, to a ticket booth office, and she seems to pick up something that resembles a very fancy version of a cup-on-a-string kind of phone, and she talks into it. You can't hear what she's saying. Uh, and she gestures pretty wildly. She's, she's gesturing a lot. Uh, and then she she sets this this little uh, phone on a string can thing down. Yeah, she leaves the office. She comes back out. She says, ah, "You know, I talk, Karen Senior. She's not she's not budging. I'm sorry. I tried. I I did everything I can. Uh, the the airships the airships overbooked already. They're they're gonna be bumping uh, a couple of pregnant dwarves because of uh, your friends, and they're really not cool with uh, doing anything else. They don't want to uh, you know get in trouble with the." The DAA, that's the Dirty Town uh, Aviation Authority. It's a whole thing. So uh, 
you guys are just going to have to ride on the glass mountains ever. Don't worry. It gets there just as fast as the airship. You just don't go up in the air when you do it. It's, it's, it's pretty good. It's okay. It's okay. I make I make Dwarf Bregden one. We don't need to, <laughs> we don't need to, to rock boats. We we go on, uh, on fast train. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Uh, Karen Sr. said, she said, here, I'm going to try to... Uh, uh, go ahead and make sure that they get... Uh, uh, extra drinks on the train just oh. as a nice gesture oh, for me, go. Karen Senior. That, that's that's my impression of Karen Senior. Are you wearing yeah. an Egger suit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, K- Karen Senior is is the the kind of the most attractive of the Karens. To be honest, it's it's and only tricky. half cockroach. <laughs> Yeah, she's got she's got some buggy parts, uh, but you can't kill her. She's she's impossible to kill. Amazing work ethic. Have you tried to kill her? It sounds like you may have tried to kill her. I mean, uh, look, I uh, let, uh, we don't need to go into what happened to Karen 4 and Karen 5. Just, we'll drop it. Ooh. So you guys follow me over here. So you follow uh, Karen Jr. over to uh, Platform 16, which is where the Glass Mountain Zephyr is. This is a uh, huge train that is entirely glass on the outside with just ribbons of gold and silver banding across it it looks like just a a giant like crystal tube um but the thing is is you can't see into it you can definitely see people's faces where windows should be but you can't see anywhere else so it's like two-way mirror glass um it's beautiful and you get into a, a similar line where someone gives you five drink vouchers and says karen senior said that these were for you I'm Karen the seventh. <laughs> oh, surprise, Karen! <laughs> oh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, more, more Karens, more funds. Uh, yeah, no, get me on the uh, on Shandy Caterpillar. <laughs> Great. Well, uh, so here's the thing. Uh, you guys just go ahead and get on the train now. They're boarding. So if you get on the train, uh, you can you can do that, and then and then uh, Conductor Junes will will get you underway shortly. Uh, I'm gonna go find my seat. All right. Yeah, I will also do that. Okay, great. So you guys, you guys find your seats. Question: yeah. You're blind. How do you find your seat? Carefully. How do you know which seat is yours? Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna get into it later. Okay. I assume there's a lot of groping involved. <laughs> well, with a nude man groping down a train, how could this go wrong? The the same the same thing that was able to catch and balance the. Uh, summons earlier acts as a divining rod directing him straight my, to his seat my, he's referring to my left hand yeah his left <laughs> my, hand my, my left hand uh we're, we're gonna get into some character depth later i'm not not super blind just kind of blind it's legally blind yeah i saw that movie. just like great. reese witherspoon uh, <laughs> um so yeah so basically you guys you guys are all uh taking your seats uh uh, the two of you on the on the stargazer ha- have taken your seats. Uh, they are huge, plush uh, recliners that are made out of the finest animal skin, stuffed with the finest possible wool. Uh, everything is climate controlled in there. That you have uh, you have your own personal fire and own personal uh, fan yeah. and ice cube uh, situation, so you can completely climate control your sitting experience. But do I have to sit next to other people? Uh, no, you're you're seated you're seated directly across from each other in your own row at the very front of the cabin, and then there is a gate 
and then there are a few rows of regular people in the back. Okay, I complain anyway that I'm too close to the regular people. I I have a question. <laughs> I'm concerned on how this fan is powered. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a system of gears related to the same uh, coal steam fired system that inflates the balloon of the of the ship. So it's basically like you have steam pipes that are running all over the place. You and know, some of them are filling the balloon, and some of them are just running this little paddle wheel. In front of an ice cube, and you can turn that up or down as you'd like, simply by adjusting the valve on each side. So it's not a Flintstone situation. No, okay. no, it's not going to be a talking animal that's going to say no. it's a living. <laughs> uh, okay, then I turn up the AC and the heat. I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> I demand all of the wine. I would like nobody else. To have any wine. And I'd like to introduce myself to Tedzin. Great. Hi, him. I'm Tedzin. Let's find our voices. What's your voice? Uh, um, hi, I'm Tedzin. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, now I have to do something. <laughs> Thank you. I've been workshopping that one. Hi, Tedzin. I'm not Karen Jr. <laughs> I'm. Are you sure? You sound just like her. I'm Flint. Karen? Flint Karen, son. <laughs> ah, I see. So you're related to the Karens. I was, through marriage. Which one? Karen the sub-senior. It's a different lineage. My condolences. Thank you. So you're a free man now. Let's not make that canon. <laughs> that yeah, might have been a It's lie. not canon. It, it definitely is not canon. Uh, uh, but you're a free man now, and you're flying the balloon ways up here. Yes. Don't you have some questions on why us? No. Fair enough. I do have questions wine, as to <laughs> where my wine is. Uh, as you're talking, uh, the airship suddenly lurches upward uh, as if the tethers have been undone, and you notice that you are uh, starting to rise out of the now parting doors of this glass dome that's been holding you in and uh, you you begin to gain altitude uh, it's very gentle and smooth you hear some yokels in the back ooing and aahing as this happens and you kind of both think uh you guys acting like you've never been on an airship before uh, uh as, i've actually never been on an airship but I do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're handling it well. <laughs> half of me, this is the first time I've flown. Interesting. Mm. Plot stuff. Let, let's just all <laughs> impregnate this pod. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Misky? Uh, <laughs> so the, the, as, the, as the airship lifts off, uh, a, a man uh, who is, uh, he's, he's a shorter human, um, with gray hair and a mustache, he's wearing a, a tuxedo. He he sort of uh, uh, shambles over to you. Uh, there's an order to his walk, but he's a little. He seems a little like off kilter, oh so slightly. It's it's kind of eccentric. Uh, and he's carrying a tray of food and drinks, uh, including the wines that that Tedzin had ordered uh, outside. And uh, he walks up and he it says, took "That long? I mean, first class? Come on, yeah." Hello, sirs. Hello. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, terribly about the wait. I, I overheard your <laughs> your concerns. We've Shh. we've just taken off. That's all. 
I take uh, my stuff and I shoo him away. Uh, I, I, I would love, I would love to leave. I would love to leave, sir. But uh, I am, I am obliged by, by the wonderful Captain Cloud, the the ship's captain. Uh, he is, he is truly an exceptional airship pilot and a uh, divine businessman, if I, if I do say so. Uh, he's hired me. My, my name is Grayson. Uh, I don't know that you need to know that, but <laughs> I seem to be rambling today. It's not, it's not my first day. Uh, however, uh, you are, you are such. Uh, Prized guests on our on our little ship here that I that I just wanted to come over and introduce myself and say that I I will be at your at your service however you may need me uh, throughout the flight. Um, <laughs> I just would like you to uh, direct yourselves uh, your your eyes briefly to the to the folded parchment in the uh, in the in the pouch uh, under the table there. Uh, it it describes what to do in the event of various types of crash landings. Uh, Dear God, can we get off this uh, ship? Uh, <laughs> No, no, it's it, we're we're far too high for you to get off now. I I would not recommend it. And and besides, we are we are very much underway. You do not need to worry. Let me it's, ask you a quick be... question. Yes, yes. Uh, sh- the course. two of us are the most important people on this ship. Uh, well, right? well, second second only to, to Captain Cloud, of course. He is he is the captain uh, of the ship, and he is he is possibly uh, one of the greatest human beings to ever exist. If you ask me, all right, we get if it. You, you so, love him. So, if you ask me. If he's number one and we're tied for two, where's that put you? I, I, I mean, I don't even think I would rank myself well, among, then shut among the you. Fuck up and get <laughs> out of here. I put two empty wine glasses on his tray and say, "More, please." Oh yeah, yes, yes. Post haste, yes, of course. I, I, I am, I'm at your service. I will be here uh, at your beck and call. Please, Flint, please, just, still just uh, feel free. Here, uh, Grayson hands you a, a small bell. Uh, uh, please, please. Uh, if, I'm not going to abuse if this ever, whatsoever. If ever you need, if ever you need me, uh, please, please, just just ring this bell, and uh, I, and I will be right here. I I will even just bring wine with me when you ring the bell, on the assumption that that might be what you might want more of. Just start ringing the bell. <laughs> oh yes, yes, of course, yes, of course. I I have I I, I have several hundred bottles in the back. I will I will get you something. Uh, Great Grayson uh, shuffles away uh, very very quickly God. and disappears. What was with that guy. He was a jerk. He just wouldn't stop talking. He was so mean. And like, <laughs> Gr- Grayson, like, Grayson shuffles right back in. Uh, I, where's where's sir, my wine, sir, Grayson? I thought I, I, well, here, here, I, I have two bottles in each hand. I, I don't know what else to carry. I, were, were I some sort of arachnoid, I would carry more bottles for you, sir. I swear. <laughs> Oh, that That's this now. See, uh, I fear now that I am hallucinating because there are more bells. There are more bells than I. No, you heard that properly. More wine, Grayson. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, sir. Yes, of course. Thank you. Very good. Very good. Grayson bows. He quickly shuffles out back through the gates. He is he is back in the coach section now. Uh, and you have uh, right now, I believe, like eight bottles of wine, uh, three of which are already empty. So I spill a little bit of the wine on this parchment, and I look down to read it. To, to move the like story a... forward. Wait, yeah. What parchment? Uh, the uh, folded parchment. It, it, These people seem very peaceful, Flint. I, I think if we were to crash, it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> Flint Flint opens the, the parchment and reads it, and he sees uh, various pictograms showing uh, the way you're supposed to sit in the event of a crash landing, uh, <laughs> that there are going to be uh, wooden plank uh, rafts that can be extended from the exterior of the ship in the event of landings on uh, on land and sea, and that uh, the balloon itself will become a flotation device. So you're pretty much uh, totally fine as long as you're on the top of the balloon. 
and and it's depicted with a lot of uh, various uh, raced figures, uh, all kind of happily waving from atop a balloon <laughs> that is now surrounded by sharks in a in a big ocean. So as you can see, very important to the plot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so we're gonna split back over, uh, Misky and uh, Bumble Bumble Sniff. Bumble sniff. Why, Good. why do you question it? I just I, I have I have everybody's names on one tab and the story on another tab, so I, I'll get used to this. Uh, you can't say bumble sniff without maybe sounding offensive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you you are both aboard the Glass Mountain Zephyr. Uh, the, uh, the the conductor of the train uh, approaches you. You can tell that he is the conductor because he's wearing a jaunty red vest. And uh, are we uh, sitting next to each other? You are sitting uh, similarly in the first class section of the train. You both have individual chairs that are separated by the aisle, but you have a lot of leg room and full reclining room should you decide to lie down. Uh, it's basically like having a, a semi private cabin. You even have curtains that you can draw, and the curtains are enchanted so that they block all sound if you decide. Uh, to do anything in those curtains that you don't want people to know about. That sounds a little bit better than the Zephyr. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, this this conductor, he's also wearing a, uh, a kind of a white uh, ship's captain's hat. Um, he he's he seems very like stoked on himself. And uh, uh, hello, friend. He, who who be you? Oh, hey, guys. Uh, so my name is Casey Junes. I'm the conductor of this train. Uh, and uh, I got to tell you, you guys picked a great day to ride the Zephyr. I call it the Zeph. You guys are going to love this. We go fast, baby. I don't go slow. I'm Casey Junes. Now, here's the deal. Uh, this train uh, is super special. I'm just going to give you a little history before I go up to the cabin and start us underway here. Uh, this train is special because it carries shipments of gold uh, between Iron Mountain, which, you know, that's above uh, Dirty City. Uh, dirty City's mostly dirty because of the whores and all the mining <laughs> pollution that rolls down the mountainside. Yes, 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 of course. Everybody, everybody know whores. I realize that I'm spouting exposition that probably isn't interesting to you guys, but I just feel like, you know, it's important to tell the history of the place. So, here's the deal. So, we carry a lot of gold from Iron Mountain, which... I mean, they call it Iron Mountain, but it's full of gold. I think that's funny, too, right? That's something. Uh, but this takes you uh, straight to the uh, Azure River Delta train station. That's the one that's right outside Luminera. And uh, and that's where I hear you guys are going, and that's pretty exciting, because uh, pretty much nobody gets to go there unless they're really fucking rich, right? Uh, Jess, we, we, we go where we, we go, uh, as far as we know. Um, who... You, 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 Casey. Um, who, who are you? <laughs> um, I. Nice to meet you. I'm Bumble Sniff, Splish and Splash. Bum, Bumble Sniff, Splish and Splish and Splish. Yeah. Bum, Bumble, Bumble Shaft, Splash and Blitch. Nope, 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 nope. Boom, nope. Bumble. Uh, we, we agree, agree, disagree. No. <laughs> you can, you can keep going. B- if you want. Bumble friend. Hi, Bumble friend. <laughs> my, my name Miski. Miski Sorelia. Um I I do I do magic things. Uh sometimes I do do art things with college. I, I learn lots. Sometimes uh sometimes I make deal with, with uh with bad men that take away eyesight. Um and 
Sometimes. you know that's a lot of character you know, development you've given you know, me in the last know. 30 seconds here i appreciate that uh i i'm all about transparency um you must then, really like the crystal city then <laughs> oh. so, no so so wait wait a second you guys you guys aren't like you're not traveling together i assumed you'd know each other i mean I mean, someday we may know each other, but right now we stranger friends. I mean, you got you guys are going to Luminera for the cure, right? The cu- the cure cure for whom? They're playing. Wait, you don't you don't know about you don't know about the cure? The the uh just let's just let's pretend we not know cure. I have, it, I had this exact conversation when I was sixteen. <laughs> I mean that it—that's totally cool, guys. Like I—I I didn't mean to like assume you guys were sick or something either. I was just saying like most people when they're going to Luminera, Casey, Casey, I mean unless Casey. they're what what? Hey, how's it going? I I'm Casey Jones. Casey I drive Jones. this train. Casey Jones, tell tell us a little bit more about the cure. Well, it's just you know everybody talks about Luminera because it's like the town where they have the cure, right? And people are always going there because they because they want that so they can like be better and like. And and recover from all these diseases. Like tons of people are like poisoned, and they go there and stuff. And I guess they come back. I mean, I don't see a lot of people, but I usually don't ride on the train on the way back. I usually hang out in Iron Mountain for a little while. I like I like looking at gold. It's kind of cool. So 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 Casey, we uh we go to town with other people, get cures, and then and then what happens? Well, I mean, most of the time, I think people just go and they get cured, and then they like come, they like go live the rest of their lives. You know, like what would you do if you were like if you were like really sick, and then suddenly you were like not sick? You'd be like, "Whoa, cool! Maybe I'll go drive a train." That's what I would do. Uh oh, okay, okay, big helps, big big helps. Thanks. Yeah, I I mean the the only other the only other thing I know about Luminera, man, is like that that they're pretty much uh it's like a it's like a fun like kind of theme park you know like you can go like play games and stuff there i think people do that too but usually like i think they're trying to get the cure i mean that's what i usually overhear but you know like i i drive a train so i overhear a lot of stuff uh yeah yeah yes yes no i get get the impression that you talk mucho (laughs) i mean i just you know i i i like i like people you know i just like interacting with people i like i like sitting down and like just you know having a having a little having a little uh, special special weed and stuff and just seeing what's going on you know Okay. Casey, would Great. you would you go to Lumineer? I mean, if I could ever afford to go, I'd totally go. I mean, I'm not sick or anything. Like, yeah, I mean, I think people might think I'm a little sick in the head cuz I kind of like ramble on and everything, but I I'm not like I'm not like conventionally sick, you know? So, uh I probably wouldn't go to Lumineer unless I was like wealthy enough to 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 be invited or like I knew somebody cuz cuz like they've got like a pretty uh, you know, it's pretty ritzy. It's pretty ritzy, I think. Yeah, it's not like it's not like quite as down to earth as like the way I try to run the Zeph, you know. <laughs> Where would you go? Oh, I mean, I, 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 like I said, I like hanging out in Iron Mountain because because I like looking at the gold. You know, it's kind of just looking. Yeah, well, because you you kind of like see your reflection in it, but it's kind of wobbly, you know, and 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 <laughs> so you're like, whoa, am I shorter? And then you're like, no, I'm not. I'm not actually shorter. That's just that's just the way the gold makes me look. Anyway, I got to get up and, and start driving the train, guys. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. If you guys need anything, you just you just uh, just ring that bell next to your seat. The 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 uh, the, the wait staff will bring you all sorts of stuff. It's it's cool. We'll we'll only be uh, on the way for a little bit. Don't worry about it. So we oh okay we we ride we ride train peaceful now. 
you you go uh, steer steer things. Yeah, I mean it's it's basically one lever that like as long as I pull it back in the right moment, like we stop. But if I forget to pull it back, we just keep going and we'd explode. But um, I always remember to pull it back. I'm gonna close my my <laughs> curtain thing. Okay, well, so I, I think uh, I think uh, bum, Bumber Shoot is is done. So we're, we're I'm just I'll see you later. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Bye, friends. Hey, it's, it's been really cool. It, do, do you want to hang out after this? Like maybe? Yeah, like, yes. Maybe, maybe maybe pull pull lever right time, and then we be friends after after lever. Great. Yeah, that's uh, okay. that sounds super cool, man. That sounds super cool. Great. So uh, Casey June uh, scuttles on up to the cabin. Uh, you guys take your seats. The train starts moving. And uh, and now you are underway. Uh, you've ordered whatever food or beverages you want. You're doing whatever you want. Uh, everything seems totally peaceful. Zip, we're cutting back to the Stargazer. Their exposition guy was way cooler. Way cooler. <laughs> God. Our guy is so annoying. He's so nervous. I don't know why he's so nervous. Well, I, I mean, we're, we are the two most important heroes here. That's true. So, I mean, I get he why. told us we're right behind the Captain and Tennille. <laughs> this is true and apparently he's a really good guy I mean he won't stop talking about think about him. what he's saying about us right now probably good things probably good things yeah. uh, uh, you you look up from your uh, gossip and notice that Grayson is standing right behind you um, just <laughs> dear kind, god just kind of with his just kind of with his hands together like looking at you with almost puppy dog eyes uh, <laughs> sir, sirs, sirs is there is there anything I can do for you I just uh, I, I, I would like an... this to be the most uh, enjoyable trip possible I pour out an, a full bottle of wine, hand it to him, and say, please get me three more of these. Oh, y- yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right away. Uh, Grayson, Grayson now sprints to the back. Okay. Now that he's gone, <laughs> let's try to meet this captain. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah. I think about how great this captain is. I, well, we've only heard from... Oh, yeah. Let's Shooter. go meet him anyway. Yeah. But he's probably not that great. He's not, he couldn't be better than us. Not combined. <laughs> Definitely not combined. <laughs> Okay. Right, cool. We'd is like there, to go. Is there an obvious way where we can get to the captain's? They call it a cockpit in the zeppelin. Cockpit? The the the, the cockpit is is located through as as you entered uh, in the coach area before you turn left to go to your special uh, your special cabin in the front. Uh, you saw that there was a door to the very back that said uh, that said cockpit on it. It's basically the control center back there. Wait, people don't fly zeppelins from the top of the balloon with a big like just a really big reins. <laughs> it's it's not a like what universe sky octopus i don't know like what you're what you're trying to fly here uh yeah no there's just there's just uh, basically like a ship's like a big ship's wheel in the back that that allows him to control the rudder to keep the zeppelin pointed in the right direction how does he see through all the regular people He's, he has a periscope that looks over the top of the cabin and out over. So I feel he's like really big reins like, would have been way easier. It probably would have been. I, we can, we can, uh, you can probably fill out a comment card with Grayson later. <laughs> Let's go into business. I like your ideas. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, so, a, I'm an ideas guy. That's what they always tell me. Let's break into this cockpit. Yes. Okay. And then. Are you good at this sort we, of thing? Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I could, well, I would assume based off of our fame alone, they're just going to let us in, but I can definitely. You know, pick a lock if we have to. All right, but um, are we trying to kill him? Or? No, we want. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I same page, same page, same page. Push comes to shove, I'm shoving him off of the and ship. And you shove, I'll push. Deal. Okay. So, so you've you've been in the air total of about uh, about forty minutes, um, 
and you've both decided to fantasy to, minutes. <laughs> yeah, you you've both decided to get up and, and go to the cockpit. Uh, but as you start to stand from your chairs, uh, an alarm suddenly goes off. Boo boo boo! And the I sit back down. And the ship jolts suddenly and rocks to the side, throwing you both against the side wall of the cabin. And uh, first class. It's fucking Grayson's fault. I knew it. It is. You you can hear some of the crew in the back yelling that the ship is going off course, that it's turning around, and someone's someone's hijacked it. You hear someone yell, "Hijacker!" Uh, <laughs> Hijacker! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go say what's up to my boy Jacker. <laughs> what up, Jacker? You're off your onto Luminaire too. Sweet. Jacker is a, a man in rags uh, sitting in the coach section, and he says, "It's it's not me. It's this happens all the time." <laughs> Wait, time out. A guy in rags is flying on this ship? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, you let me on the same blimp the, the rags. as such a regular person that would oh. wear rags? To clarify, the rags are made out of gold. Oh, oh okay. We're cool. We're cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more of a uh, distressed on purpose look oh. than, than actual he, wear and tear. He must be a theater star. Totally. I, I, a theater star. As we walk past him. Oh, I, Jacker. Yeah, I saw him in that, that uh, play. That thing, yeah. He was really um, good. He got nominated for the like the um, yeah you, you know yeah. Um, weekend I, I give at Bernadillo's. Great. So you you that give such a good movie. I think you give Jacker a high five, and Jacker looks at you. He's like, "So uh, do you guys know what's going on?" I say yes, but I don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the the uh, we'll handle it. <laughs> the the stargazer the stargazer suddenly turns again and rolls hard, uh, throwing you all to the left side of the cabin. You're you're barely able to hold on to what's going on. And a lot of the people in coach have now fallen on the floor. Uh, they're sort of in piles. Some people are screaming. And some furniture is overturned. And uh, at this point, uh, would you like to still try to go to the cockpit? Yes. I say, calm down, everyone. You have two, the two greatest heroes on land and air who are going to solve this. <laughs> and then I let Flint take the lead. The, the the pair of the pair of uh, the pair of wealthy uh, looking orcs that had boarded, uh, who are the only people who have managed to stay somewhat vertical during this turbulence, uh, kind of start golf clapping sarcastically after you say that. I don't understand the sarcasm, so I say thank you, thank you. So with as much authority as I can muster, I say you two to the front. We need you to guide us all and get rid of those two. Then I say Jacker. I love you. I'd need your autograph later. And then we continue <laughs> rushing towards the cockpit. Okay, so I to, step over and with two on thumbs whatever. Up. To make to make your way through the cockpit, you're going to have to perform some skill checks. Totally. Uh, so we're going to roll athletics here to see if you can climb over the overturned furniture in the coach section. Well, I rolled a 26. Okay. Great, you you are you are just fine. I'm so athletic. <laughs> Wait, let's be clear. You your athletic is plus twelve. Yes. <laughs> I stacked one end of my character sheet <laughs> yeah. of this generic RPG. <laughs> generic RPG. <laughs> I am not that smart. Wait, let's see. Yep, not smart. Let me ask that you. Wise. The Heisman Trophy is that you? Well, my I have a buddy. Isn't it? He's I forget his name. Got a, like weird Russian French Greek accent. <laughs> he posed Speaks for Spanish. Me. <laughs> yeah. Naked. I didn't. He, I told him not to do naked. He always goes naked. But I told him not to go. Uh, I rolled a fifteen. 
All right, you you both succeed in climbing over the furniture, so you you manage to uh, kind of get your footing on these overturned tables and these recliners that are flipped, and you you very nimbly sort of prance over them, uh, but you find yourself suddenly uh, completely blocked uh, because there is a a it almost looks like someone has taken some of the furniture from the back of the coach cabin and stacked it up in a wall as a barrier to keep anybody from getting to the cockpit. Oh no, not fur not furniture. <laughs> so I've handled worse in my day. Our greatest enemy. <laughs> so so you need to find a way to get over this. It doesn't appear that you're going to be able to climb it because uh, every time you start reaching for it, the ship seems to rock back and forth. Um, so you, you can look around to see if there are any other options. Greg, it's Ikea. Flint, it's Ikea. Just kick it slightly. <laughs> It'll all shatter. Do a cardboard check. Uh, no. <laughs> can I lockpick the furniture? You cannot. Can I persuade it? You cannot. Uh, you, you, can, you can look around the coach cabin to see if there's anything you haven't noticed. I look around the coach cabin to see if there's anything I haven't noticed. <laughs> I noticed roll, something roll, Flint do, didn't notice. Do a notice, perception check which for was... me real quick. Perception? 13. Uh, nine. Okay. You, you both notice that there is a, a rather large, if uh, sort of old chandelier that is uh, mounted to the ceiling of the coach cabin... Uh, at, at a distance where if you jumped up and grabbed it, you probably would be able to swing onto the top of the, the blockade of furniture and then climb down the other side. Flint, I have the greatest idea. Why don't I, I or you? A, I, can I go first? I have an idea. We <laughs> fill out the comment card because that's an old chandelier. Old right. chandelier on this first class ship? Do you think the chandelier Christ. would hold my weight if I were to jump onto it? Yeah, maybe card. maybe three years ago it could hold your weight. Right. We're commenting carding so hard. Grayson's gonna get it, but I do it anyway because I'm reckless. Where is Grayson? That mother. Yeah, can I use him as like kind of a step stool of sorts? I would like to leap off of Grayson. You don't. You don't see Grayson anywhere. Ugh, typical. Do you want to ring the bell? Oh, ring the bell! <laughs> I ring the bell as I leap off of the nearest human onto the chandelier. Okay. Uh, I hope you, it's a you, Karen. You grab onto the chandelier. I uh, stack the Karens. As, as, you're, as you're holding onto the chandelier with one arm, your momentum carries you up and over the top of this barricade of furniture. The bell is jingling behind you with a, with a nice little Doppler effect the whole time as you move. Um, but Grayson, Grayson doesn't show up. He doesn't come out at all. Comment card. I don't trust this guy. If he's not getting me one, <clears throat> he's probably sabotaging this whole thing. So if I see him. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> All right. So I would like to... Oh, sorry. That's bells. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's dinner. <laughs> hey, guys, stop the rescue mission. We're going to have dinner first. Yeah, just keep it on course wherever we're going, safe or not. I heard I heard they have surf and turf. Uh, really good up in the air, yeah. surprisingly. Surf and turf and sky. There's got to be something that rhymes for air. What's another surf and word turf for... and nerf? Nerf's fly? Yes. You know, we'll, go we go. we'll go with Ner- it. Nerf is poultry. Yeah, poultry. If yes. you didn't get it. Oh, yeah. Surf it's, and turf is the typical lobster. It's, and then, it's and then nerf for turf. nothing. Really? Nerf for nothing. Yeah. It's nerf uh, for nothing. I duck know and cluck. It, and duck and cluck. Oh, that's pretty good. I we need a third thing. jump to the <laughs> chandelier and swing as deftly as my ripped friend. Well, not, a, not as deftly. Well, 
I'm like. Uh, Look, I know we're tied for second and all. <laughs> it's now, a little. It, it, it's a little. It's a little clumsier, but you you pull it off perfectly. You just use two hands. I so, smirk knowingly. So what what Ted has done is is sort of showboat ringing a bell the whole time he did it. While you just kind of you did you did a very utilitarian version of this move. Can you I, both land safely on the other side of the barrier. And as I land, I draw my bow and arrow as my bit of flourish. All right, great, great. <laughs> you you land your bow and arrow drawn. Uh, and uh, the only thing you can really point it at is a is a closed door to the to the control room. I fire. No, I don't. Uh, there's a there is a, a a large window in the upper half of the door to the control room, and you can see that uh, there's someone with gray hair inside in is a tuxedo running the ship. Um, I, and they keep looking back. So I would like to uh, investigate this door to see how weak it is. Uh, you, you, uh, good. Yeah. Go ahead and roll investigation real fast. Uh, 16. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's fine. You, you notice that the, the door doesn't have, uh, any sort of locking mechanism. Uh, it was designed, uh, without any sort of security. It's basically like you need to be able to get into the cockpit under any circumstance. So it just has a, a knob on it and you could really easily open it. Okay. And looking inside, what sort of actions is the the gray-haired person doing so the 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 gray-haired person is is at the wheel control of the ship uh and he keeps turning his head back and so in profile you see that it it definitely is grayson uh grayson keeps kind of looking back behind him uh but he's never turning around all the way so he has not seen you yet um but when he turns his head he seems to be talking so you you don't know if he's talking to himself or or not okay so i turn to Ted and I say I have a plan. What if we? What if we? <laughs> yes. You open the door. I'll fire an arrow to pin the wheel exactly straight, so he can't swing it back and forth and shuffle us about. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, throw down. I like this. I don't mind beating the shit out of Grayson. Let's be honest. Let's so, be honest. Would you like to beat the shit out of him first, or should we just kill him? <laughs> he might still bring us wine. He's been so bad at that. <laughs> it's the only thing we've asked him to do. Why don't we just kill him? But I would really like to see your marksmanship. So let's I'll kill him first and then beat him up. Ooh, that sounds like some sort of. I'm fine with it. Okay. So why don't I open the door? You shoot the thing to lock the thing, and then I'll slit his throat. <laughs> Dunzo. I mean, Dunzo. Cheerful. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot the thing, lock the thing. Shoot the thing, slit the throat thing, and then off we go. And then I'll steer the ship because I've always wanted to drive a blimp. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I'll uh, get. I'll have uh, that uh, snooty orc pair get us the wine. I agree. They should yes. become our new servants. Mm. Not, this is not a racial thing. It's a they class just kind thing. Of, it's a class thing. They just kind of sucked. You all saw it. <laughs> okay, so you guys, you guys are gonna. Bust through the door. Yes. No, no, no. Wait, which way does it pull or push? It pushes in. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to... Good to know. I'm very sneaky, so I'm going to sneak. I'm going to silently open the door. Okay. (laughs) Roll roll for stealth for me real quick. 24. That's fine. Yeah, you did it. You've (laughs) sneakily opened the door. Okay. Um, And then I look back at Flint. Wait, wait. Do you shoot or do I kill? Shoot or kill? What happens first? Should I ask first? I, without answering, I laser in in between two rods of the steering wheel and let loose my arrow of decency. (laughs) 
don't know my attack bonus. <laughs> I really have no idea. Oh yeah, you need your you need your your weapons. Uh, Wait, is this to hit or is this like an accuracy thing, like maybe a dexterity thing? We're we're doing to hit here. Twelve. You got a twelve. Okay, you're you're. If you're, I miss, I don't mind hitting Grayson yeah, either. It's, it's gonna hit something. <laughs> the thing is, your your arrow is is headed right at Grayson. Uh, the thing that you don't know is that uh, a henchman who is to Grayson's right, uh, who appears to have just incredible hearing, uh, turns and dives bodyguard style in front and takes the arrow. So give me damage. Who would leap in front of an arrow for Grayson? <laughs> Probably charmed under some sort of spell. God, what, what a creep. Eight. Eight damage. Okay, great. Uh, this henchman is, is uh, he, he hits the floor, has the arrow, pulls the arrow out. It, it hits him in the shoulder. So he's, he's hurting, but it, it wasn't, that, wasn't that bad. Uh, the henchman is, is currently trying to get up, but this has alerted a second henchman, uh, to Grayson's left, who has now turned around and has seen Tedzin and will Oops. be attacking you with advantage. But I'm so stealthy! Well, you were stealthy about opening the door, but the arrow gave you away. So you're going, you're, you're not, a, you're, he's going to do advantage, but you're not disadvantaged. This is one of those classic situations where you get the drop on them and you get hurt. How does this happen? I'm, I'm the greatest, second, tied for second greatest hero <laughs> of all time. Wait, they took out the captain, though, so... We should have thought of that. So do they get best hero now? Is that, is that how that works? It, it does. So if we kill them. Best heroes. Dibs. So, so Henchman 2 has uh, pulled a, a wrench out of his tool belt uh, because he had been dressed in a, in a mechanics outfit. I ain't afraid of no wrench. And he is going to take a swing at you, Tedzin. And uh, he rolls an 8 against your AC. AC of 14. So he misses. He whiffs. He whiffs, and the uh, the wrench just kind of brushes across your head, uh, doing doing no damage. Um, is it my turn? Yes. Okay, so I would like to take out my rapier, and, okay. then I, and in my right hand, and I say, I am not left-handed. I don't even do the whole bit. I just say it because it's <laughs> something that I believe is cool. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And That's why you carry that glass eye around too. Exactly. Uh, I would like to poke him in the belly button. Okay. <laughs> this is the the henchman, the one that tried to swing at me. Yep. Okay. Great. Spiteful. So he he tries to hit me. I try to hit him. Okay. Sixteen. You hit. Great. Roll damage. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Eleven to the belly button, which is the most fragile part of a human. All right. The the rapier sinks right into this henchman's belly, and he winces. He doubles over. Uh, he mutters something about uh, about his mother and wishing that he would have said something to her before he took this job. And how she was right about getting a belly button piercing. <laughs> <laughs> Those things will kill you. I pull my rapier back, and I swing around his belly button ring. Uh, Grayson has noticed now this this commotion as both of his both of his uh, henchmen are on the ground. One doubled over with a blade in his stomach, and the other one with pulling an arrow out of his shoulder. And so Grayson is going to uh, try to cast paralyze on Greg on on uh, on Flint. That son of a bitch! I am going to kill the shit out of him. So like, uh, no guilt, no, none at all. Yeah. So Grayson I didn't have any words. before, but now I definitely don't. <laughs> 
and he he rolls. Uh, let's see. So he's going to roll an, a nineteen on his paralyzed cast. So you need to beat that with a Constitution. Nope. You don't. You don't add anything to that. Even if I do. Okay. Uh, so you are paralyzed, which basically uh, you you feel um, oh, tingles 19. roll through your whole body. And you are unable to move. It does no damage, but you are, uh, you feel like you're going to be stuck like this, uh, at least until, um, one turn has passed. <laughs> it's a, it's a short lived spell. Great, Grayson. Like I'm going to be like this till one turn has passed. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, the henchman who got arrowed has finally climbed to his feet, but Arrow. he's unable to do anything. Very good. <laughs> Teen Girl Squad. Uh, so the, the henchman who was arrowed has has got to their feet, but they, they can't muster any sort of attack yet. Um, and the uh, and, and that brings us back to Tedzin. Roll for Blank features performances by Greg Corbin, Zimmy Joe, Jason Ling, Shannon Page, Corey Palencia, Eric Palencia, Rex Roberts, and me, Nate Rigoli. I also wrote this RPG campaign. Theme music features public domain samples by Dan Lucas, Level Clearer, and Northern 87 via Free Sounds. If you like RPGs too, support their makers and get rolling.